0: two good friends from college talking about what's new with los angeles clippers there's always so much to discuss let's jump right in it's la clips forum it's la clips forum with jesse and brian
1: is, is it a still is it still a raw conversation if i uh do the intro or uh, <laughs> do the intro do
0: the intro do the intro do yeah, it man
1: the why not era has begun
0: yeah yeah
1: welcome to la eclipse forum my name is brian andrew i'm here with my co-host
0: sandoval what's up guys Uh, sorry for the terrible quality of my mic calling from my phone
1: yeah you're, you're like doing it like um i don't know like a like it's a conference call or something like
0: dude it's it's because like this thunderstorm man it's so bad yeah. like i'm using like a like a rotary charger pretty much so
1: <laughs> losing power uh, here yeah uh, yeah the weather's been really bad even for us like usually we over complain about it but it's been pretty bad uh jake welcome yo back. yo
2: what's up everybody what a game holy shit. like uh, or we, i guess we're bleeping that out or not
1: Uh, I probably will but we'll see it depends I don't don't want to edit all night so I don't don't plan plan for this to be long so
2: What a game we have Completely like It's the why not era baby (laughs) It's it's amazing
1: I'm I'm, going to say this We're not scoring 175 points And we're not keeping up with the kings Without Russell Westbrook
2: Oh for sure I mean I don't want to be mean but like if it was John Wall or Reggie or someone out there Like you know between both of them, the turnovers would be seven. You know what I'm saying? The <laughs> shots would be the missed shots. Like,
0: man, what a game, bro. There's something about Westbrook. Like, when he drives in, he just – he goes in with such a speed that it's hard to keep up with him at times and it draws people. And even though he doesn't finish at the rim as well this season, he still draws like a commanding, like commanding defense. Like, they need to pay attention to him. And it's – Amazing, honestly. We, Excuse
1: me, right. I, I got a, a re- from that. I was uh we were chatting earlier and I was like, this might be the most... like someone's gonna f- fact check this, right? Because I guess I speak with a lot of hyperbole or whatever, but like this seems like the most spacing that he's had in his career. Mm-hmm. Like it got just seems see it. it's, it's like night and day because you know I watch a lot of Laker games because I don't like them. Uh so <laughs> it's like whenever Russ had the ball in his hands people were able to give him space they were they didn't have to stay home on shooters and stuff like that like on, but it seems like on the Clippers like people are staying home and Russ just has to be his first guy and then somebody else has to collapse and then somebody else is open like it just mm-hmm. seems like the ball movement was so much better just in general for the Clippers and for Russell this year like it seems yep. like as a, like I know it's only been one game but it seems like a match made
0: in heaven right now Yeah, I'm not sure. Jake wants to chime in on that if he has anything. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I I definitely think, look, man, um, after everything, by the way, it's raining insane outside. I'm sorry if you could hear like the rain go crazy. No,
0: you're good.
1: um,
2: I know PG lobbied for getting Russ, right? But clearly there is a need for him or someone of his like archetype, you know, Mm -hmm. on our team like clearly we need somebody with pace and just like all around just downhill capabilities to get down to the rim and kick out like i think he assisted on probably like 10 threes today
1: yep he had yeah. 14 total which is the most by a clipper in their debut since andre miller
2: what a game i mean honestly like i think he just adds this this certain type of like edginess and and ferociousness to the offense and to the team in general that we just didn't have you know before our deadline
1: because like a player that i was keeping an eye on to see how they would benefit from having russ out there and i i i I didn't really see it tonight but like marcus morris there was moments though where i felt like marcus morris was going to get his though because russ is going to find him it's just it didn't really happen yet but maybe it will happen at some point the season but yeah like he was the player I was I, I thought would benefit the most from having Russ out there but to be honest like not to um not to like pick the easiest way but Paul George looked like he benefited the most from having Russ out there.
2: Yeah like, I I think his shots come easier actually like I think it's just a little more set up he gets downhill a little bit with it too um I, I just have one thing to say bro and it's like really bothering me right like Rocco got to play. I I was talking to a couple friends of mine, and they're Laker fans, so they've been watching Russ for the past two years. Yo, the rain's going crazy. Um, I've been watching. Welcome up.
1: our fourth guest, the rain. <laughs> the rain.
2: Yeah. Um, and the one thing that I was noticing is like I, Russ is a little slow footed on defense, and of course, you know everybody knows that Marcus is. It's kind of hard to have them both out there at the same time. Mm-hmm. I do feel like we have to replace that with some type of energy, like at the four. Whether it's moving Kawhi over to the four, I don't know what what they have to do, but um something.
1: Yeah, you know? I I and I'm intrigued on now that the trade deadlines happen and we've kept him. What's the plan? Like what? Like, maybe it's because he's on expiring next year that we're going to use that. Is that the ultimate goal? Like, might as well use him while you got him. But, like, Marcus Morris can make a tough shot. So I, I actually understand why maybe you would play Marcus at the beginning of a game, or you might play him maybe in the fourth quarter, see if he's warm. I wouldn't say hot, but warm out there on the court, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. But the... The meat of the game it should be Roco and Batum for sure. Mm-hmm. Like Roco or Batum should be started the second half and stuff like that. Like, and I don't, I don't. Lou has his reasons, but it would be I would I would be intrigued on like why doesn't he try that? You have twenty games left. You have a few new players. Maybe start the game with Marcus, and then maybe start the second half of Roco or something. Like I don't.
0: To be fair, it is just the first game, so I think he's yeah. just trying to stop all meshes. And, you know, may, we might see the adjustment down the line, but he, he may have just been trying to force something or just hoping something would just click. But uh, I kind of want to go back to what Jake was saying about, like, Westbrook earlier and, you know, him dishing out to, like, so many open threes. Honestly, you can see that Westbrook was in there for one thing only he was there to look for the open man and like like he was constantly looking for the person to pass to and it was such like it was so good it was so nice to see uh because you know the biggest concern was would he take reckless shots you know and he did it he took shots that were open and he made Mm -hmm. some he he missed some, and that's fine you live with those but there's but there's the one thing I wanted to highlight because everyone was so concerned about this. But it looks like Westbrook is really there to fit in and just compliment Paul George and Kawhi. You know, down the line, he's looking for Kawhi and Paul George in closing minutes. So it's something to know. And uh, it was it was fun to watch.
1: Yeah, it, it's it's the the pull the curtain or whatever. It I I, I didn't want to record. I I wanted to record today, but I was like, you know what? If we lose, I don't want to. Because I really wanted this to be like a... See, this is the rust thing working, and this is something to be excited about as a Clipper fan. But to be honest, this is probably one of the most unique games in the last, I don't know, how many years of NBA basketball. You know, uh, how many total points? I can't do the math right now in my head.
2: 176 to 175, so... Whoever can do the math out there. Honestly, bro, I've been watching the NBA, like you guys, since, like, probably 1998. Mm -hmm. And I've never seen a game almost 180 points. This was the second highest, right? Dude, bro. Bro, this was insane. This was crazy.
1: <laughs> and and, and <laughs> you, like, name a better duo tonight than the Clippers having, like, a six-point lead with two minutes to go. <laughs> yeah, right.
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, right. they were up 12, right? They were up 12 in the last, like, what, two minutes, three minutes, and then those five turnovers back to back to back and stuff? Yeah. And also, I mean, Malik Monk was, was one. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, for sure.
1: Uh, it was 351 points uh, total. Um it's a club record to score 175 points and yeah you know it's 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 frustrating but at the same time like it was just yeah it was just one of those games that it was just like yeah uh someone had someone had to lose (laughs) and it it it, just happened to be
0: us it's it's frustrating of a result but it was nice to see the product of westbrook out there and what it can look and i guess that should be the biggest takeaway of this game, right? Like, because that's the biggest question mark.
1: Yeah. I'm so I'm I'm sure uh a lot of people who were skeptical of Russell are gonna come up with their advanced stats right now and show and show why it doesn't work and when it doesn't work and why it doesn't work. But you could you could just tell from the eye test that it's a it's a huge game changer. Like yeah. that second unit went in there. And allowed the Kings to come back in the game a little bit. Every, but I got I, to I give the Clippers credit. Up until the final couple minutes of the game, they answered every single Kings run. It, it's just the Kings just managed to get close enough to tie it again at the right time. And then, you know, but I, I'm i not mad at the game. I'm just, I wish we got the win to to kind of start the why not era on a good note.
2: I also think, like, I know that Russ is playing great. I think he only played like 32 minutes or something like that.
1: 39, but obviously okay, so 39, that, 39. that's adjusted because of overtimes and stuff.
2: Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, Terrence got to play more, bro. What, Terrence played like, what, 20 minutes?
1: Yeah. Dude, it's he not enough. Eighteen played 18 not... minutes.
2: We're playing at 18? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's under 20. <laughs> like, yeah. for, for, we're playing a team that like goes up and down. Their pace is really high um their backcourt tonight at least was malik monk and you know De'Aaron fox so like they're going up and down all game we definitely needed somebody to match the pace terrence has to play more at whatever expense of whoever whatever player whether it be norm whether it be like in double ot i think we put in eric gordon
1: right yeah yeah
2: even at that expense of like eric gordon like we just have to find a way to get him on the floor um if Norm isn't making shots, right, like kind of tonight, he was kind of on, on and off a little bit, Yeah. Um. especially in a double OT game. Like, yeah, give give Terrence the nod. Granted, PG was also out with minute restrictions, and I believe they pushed his minute restriction, right, because he played like, what, 40 minutes?
1: He played 41 minutes, and I'm sure that's 10 minutes over he was, yeah, well, I was, he about, was supposed to
2: play. I was about to say, like, his, his minute restriction was probably like 32 minutes, 31 minutes or something like that
1: mm-hmm so I mean, i'm surprised he played the first ot
2: i agree bro i mean considering everything um i wish Kawhi would have touched the ball in the last second you know what i'm saying yeah. um but all that is like considering westbrook he got the ball for like a good what three seconds in that whole possession um it's just he's new so of course right he's gonna swing it to and he doesn't want to take a three he knows his own capability today yeah. he passed up a couple open threes
1: yeah so yeah and and you know what, the thing about what I like the most about this, if we're gonna kinda get into the narratives a bit, the clipper crowd gave him a standing ovation when he left the game. When he fell right, out. Right, 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 He got he out. He didn't fall out like in the late third quarter or anything. He fell out in overtime. He played plenty of minutes and he got a standing ovation. And I think that's gonna go a long way for his emotional slash mental health going forward. I think that's I think that's a really big deal. And you know, I gotta give the clippers fans at the crypto.com arena a lot of credit because um i wouldn't be surprised like cause, i don't know i couldn't hear it through the tv but it seemed like when the game started the the crowd was a little mixed they were excited for him mm-hmm. but it didn't sound as like hype and then all of a sudden the game goes on and they see what he does and then all of a sudden and at the end they give him a standing ovation and i think that's that was really i mean
2: good. i mean honestly bro nothing but like nothing but good vibes to Russ. Like I know it was tough on the Lakers and sure on the, like when he first got to the Lakers, I mean, he embraced it as well. You know what I'm saying? But Mm -hmm. the way things have gone down. And like I told you guys earlier, this is probably the most popular player to ever put on a Clipper uniform. This is probably like top 75 all time, like MVP triple, double records. Like uh, uh, the social media speaks for itself. I think he might be the most popular player to ever put on a jersey for the team. And um, if you guys have been fans for a long time, whoever's listening, even Lob City era, like, it doesn't matter. Like, you'll see this guy, to have someone of this caliber come to this team, even on a buyout, just speaks, like, volumes of, of, like, the franchise in the last 10 years. Yeah. You know, it, it says a lot because he went to the Lakers and then it didn't work out, bro. I mean, who knows what other offers he had, but he was able to come here.
1: Yeah, well, like the other offers were join a struggling Heat team or which you uh, should
2: have done. He should have well, done, honestly. Like, it's a good look, Miami's a good look for him,
1: or yeah. uh, or join a really struggling Chicago Bulls team. That's or, a good look,
2: too. That's a good look, too.
1: Or, to be fair, go play too. Your, or go play with your friend in LA, you don't even have to move.
0: <laughs> yeah, what were we gonna see, Jesse. Well, well, to be fair, we were struggling before our 10-game, uh, uh, the last 10 games where we started to put it all together before we were kind of in that what the hell's going on with the Clippers. So, um, so yeah, he had a mixed bag of decisions. And I think he went with the one that he had experience with, and that's with Paul George. You know, Hi. they're good friends. They have really good experience. You mentioned it earlier. You know he they had a really good connection, and you could see it on the court.
1: You could also, I'm gonna throw this out there because I don't know if anyone's mentioned this, but like, it does take a certain amount of courage to leave a Laker situation, go play for another team that plays in the same arena, who has championship aspirations. Who are now you gotta you you've been struggling, you gotta live up to that hype. And you got to go play for that team and succeed and fit a role, and it's a very specific role. It takes a lot of courage because he could have just went and played for the Heat and just been Russ, you know, just do do his own thing. But he decided to take basically the the bet on himself that he could come to the Clippers and be successful here and not with the Lakers.
2: Yeah, I, I'm, you know. Everybody's been critical of Russ, right? Laker fans, the internet in general has been cooking him for the last couple years. But, bro, I mean, it's night and day from anything we've had out of the point guard position. I like how Terrence Mann plays the position because he plays it safe. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, as far as Russ goes, though, he plays it with such a swagger and confidence that, yeah, the turnovers are really high. The seven TOs are high. Came in a, a, basically what? A. OT and a half, I think mm-hmm. he played like yeah. OT and a half, um, and a hundred and seventy six points scoring game. I mean, honestly, like there, I'm taking it.
1: There's a lot of okay. possessions he could have turned the ball over and he didn't, right? So, like, yeah. if you, yeah, if, you yeah. if you if you consider like how this game is different than maybe every other game in NBA history at this point, you know, it's like it was basically an NBA All Star game, and um, so. To throw um, another thing out there, like the, told, the whole Terrence Mann thing, Terrence Mann is kind of like a pawn in the offense. I don't mean that disrespectfully. It's just he fits a role in the offense. Whereas Russell Westbrook legitimately plays the point guard position. Mm-hmm. like It's something Ty wants, something Kawhi wants, and something Paul George wants. They're getting what they want, and so far it looks good good Mm -hmm. like it doesn't look bad obviously russ is going to turn the ball over every once in a while you'll take it Mm -hmm. right you know it's no different than the other point guards we've had and i I made this point before this game even started i was like what we used to have was reggie jackson and john wall so when one of them wasn't playing well we would put the other one in (laughs) and the other one would sometimes not play well either Mm -hmm. now we have russell westbrook and if, let's just say, Russell's not playing well, whatever, we consolidated two point guards who played uh, who played 15 to 20 minutes each. We consolidated that into one point guard who will probably play to 25 to 30 or whatever. But then Terrence Mann is now your 1B. You're, he's your backup point guard. So the difference with those two versus the difference between the two we had previous it's gonna is just ch- changes the whole entire land like the Clippers are a totally different team now than they were three and a half weeks ago, and yeah, you could just tell with the pace. Like Mason Plumlee looked great today, except for the turnovers he had in overtime, but he looked good. Like yeah, I agree. If we I mean, had, they
2: put him had, they put him in cold right. Like he was super yeah. cold when he came in the game.
1: Yeah, if we had Zoo and and stuff like that, and Plumlee played with the second unit. Then maybe we're not giving so many second chance points, as second chance points or stuff like that in the second quarter and stuff like that. But it is what it is. Like I, I'm, I'm excited for this team. Like, yeah, we wish we had to win, but it is, it is what it is. You, yeah. guys, have, you guys have any more thoughts?
0: Uh, just to allude back to like our old podcast um episode that we when we after our trade, we said, you know, this is a new fresh fresh coat of paint mm-hmm. this to me feels like the fresh coat of paint
1: yeah it's a totally different team like keep him keep in mind like when we play the Suns, chris paul is gonna have to keep up and up and down the court with russell now and he's not the same spry chris paul he used to be you know like we when we play uh the denver nuggets or something like that you know like they're gonna to have to keep up with Russell on the court and spread out. Like Denver Nuggets are not that great of a defensive team. They have, they're basically anchored by what Aaron Gordon does defensively. So it's like, it's it's it's. I'm intrigued on what this means going forward. Who's to say in a few games that it looks bad? But when <laughs> when when John Wall and Reggie Jackson started the season, though, there was a lot of like, huh? We'll give it a. Uh, alright, well, let's see how it looks after X amount of games. Russell in his first game made it go like, oh, alright, well, if this is what we're getting, then I'll take it. <laughs> you know, like, right. we had 14 assists and 17 points. He got a double-double in his first game. Uh, Impressive. He got five rebounds. I'm sure he'll yeah. get more. Yeah, like...
0: You, you mentioned earlier in the podcast the the... The depth on this team versus Lakers, it's well, beginning of the Laker, beginning of the season is night and day. So mm-hmm. it helps that people dish out. And if I, I might be wrong, but you know, I'm pretty, I'm pretty confident that Westbrook's going to do pretty well in this system. Um, uh, you will probably, well, we'll have our hiccups here and there, but you know, like you mentioned, every every point guard has their has their issues.
1: Yeah, if I could just, if if Russ is listening, I would just say, uh, don't be afraid to go up even stronger at the basket than you were. Yeah, don't be don't be afraid to do that. You know, it doesn't have to look pretty. Just you know, there's there's a few moments where I was like, you know what, like like the the like going getting back to the courage thing for him to take that layup, for Mm -hmm. him to make that drive and take that layup in the fourth quarter, is, is is big. I think it's really good. And I think like, cause if that if he missed that, the whole Russ narrative after the the decent game he had, the whole Russ narrative would have been like, see, he can't finish around the basket. Next Y right, and Z, right, right, right. But now nah, he made it. So,
2: I mean, all around, bro, I think I see encouraging signs. We were missing Zoo all mm-hmm. games, so there's one thing there. One of the best paint defenders in the league, um, PG, no second OT. I mean, there's very encouraging signs and Russ all around. Like you said, at times, I even saw him kind of timid to go to the rack or take a shot, which was kind of weird. It felt like unlike him, you know? Uh, But like you said, if he's listening, go. I understand, like, the new controlled version of you, and I know you're obviously playing for your basketball life Mm because of the narratives that are out there, but go do you, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, it looks good. (laughs) Yeah, It looks good. Like, I'm happy with it.
1: Yeah, I... I don't know the conversation he had with Lawrence Frank and Ty Lu, but he listened mm-hmm. and it looked good. And mm-hmm. we'll see if it keeps having, like to be honest with like if, if Russell got even more aggressive, like on, he shot four three point shots and they were all wide open. It's not like he shot over any defenders or anything. Like he took four open shots and three of them went in and out,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know? So like, you know, keep shooting if you're open Keep driving, and and the beautiful thing is, um, even when the team, when the Kings gave him space and he was driving, he was still getting past them. Mm-hmm. Like he, he made it difficult. He made everyone, like I said, like I said earlier, made everyone tighten up, which left players like Batum open, George open, and as long as we're making our open shots, we're good. If we're not making our open shots, yeah, there's gonna be a game. We're gonna look at the advanced stats or whatever and somebody like, see Russ is not doing well for the team, but it's like every person he passed to miss a shot, then it's it's not right. gonna look good. Right, right, right,
0: right. That uh that cut to the bat well, not the cut to the basket, but that, that drive to the basket and just shot to Norman Powell for the corner three was very oh. sexy. Yeah. So was...
1: I I think I think I think we're gonna have a good time. You know, uh the Clippers <laughs> fan shop uh had uh City edition Jersey's for only hundred bucks today, and basically Russ's jersey was like sold out.
0: Dude, I'm trying to find the kids jersey.
1: Yeah, you're just gonna get you're just gonna get it. You're gonna wear it over your neck. I'm I'm
0: gonna show it to my uh, to my Reggie Jackson jersey.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're you're gonna unstitch the the Russell stuff, and you're gonna like restitch it on.
0: Or maybe I should get the Laker like uh, the Laker jersey that's half off and just re- like painted blue and. <laughs> <laughs> <That's pretty funny. laughs>
1: Uh, you got any final thoughts Jake
2: Um, no final thoughts man let's just keep going our next game is Sunday
1: yeah up against the Nuggets which is another
2: that, I, <laughs> honestly that's that's great game I mean mm-hmm. I know they like whatever they own us or whatever but it's a good measure a good testing measure hopefully Kawhi doesn't sit out because you know various reasons obviously he played like what 40 something minutes tonight
1: He played 46. I will not, I would not be surprised Sunday morning we get the entry report and he's like, I basically played two games. So,
2: yeah, but bro, also, also, bro has been out basically since what last Thursday. Yeah. So maybe he gives us one.
1: (laughs) Yeah, maybe he does. Like they do, Uh, I I do think they get like a, let me double check this. I don't, I don't want to be full of it, but like. I do think they have a stretch pretty soon where like, yeah, they play the Grizzlies Raptors and the Knicks and it's only like three games in one week. And then after that, they have four days off. So mm. it's like, or three days off. So in mid March, there's some time there is a back-to-back in there. So we'll see. Actually the back-to-back is coming up a lot sooner than we think actually. So maybe he'll play tomorrow and then he'll sit the back-to-back. Yeah. But but Yeah um you can find our pod wherever you find our pod find us on twitter at LA clips forum we do have a patreon where we do extra stuff like the ontario clips forum and nba rivals forum where we talk about other nba teams uh our g league episode last week uh jesse was pretty out of date because nate darling got waived. like like <laughs> i think like literally like 12 hours after we released it uh so yeah, and the next episode we do, we'll do a Keenan Wallace special, I guess. Uh but uh Jake, you got anything to promote?
2: Uh yeah, yeah. We got new clothes March 17th. Uh shout out to all the Clipper fans. We're gonna take care of y'all. Obviously, that's the year's bootleg shirt that's gonna come out that always go crazy. And then we got a couple other stuff coming out that day. So um stay tuned and hopefully some type of audio podcast will be coming to you guys soon i'm not sure if it's this week <laughs> but, mm-hmm. but but um yeah yeah it's totally something separate and something you know just out of the blue so yeah
1: beautiful so far from what you told me it's gonna be delicious
2: yeah yeah well, hopefully we get a couple guests on there and some guys that everybody's familiar with and we um You know, we're going to keep it very, um, I guess, I don't want to say uncensored because that's so corny. Like, you know, Joe Rogan's uncensored. Like, yeah,
0: we're
2: we're raw and uncut. But (laughs) But, uh, something very casual. You know what I'm saying? Very casual.
0: Yeah.
1: All right. Well, I know people, you just watched a crazy game. And you could literally be doing anything with your time
0: <laughs>
1: but you're spending it with us and we appreciate it we're out
2: peace
0: why not later and I
1: was going to say Jesse's, Jesse's thing just went off <laughs> and I did I was like oh there? man that's what i Absolutely
0: different. so uh yeah my bad <laughs>